Welcome back, guys. This is your girl, Love, streaming live from the Kingdom of Bahrain. Yes, I am all the way in the Middle East, and it is 11.01 in the morning here, and it is only 4.01 there stateside. So I know most of you are asleep, but when you get up, you will hear what I have to say. So today, I'm going to take you back to the past so you can understand my journey as a single mother unapologetically. I grew up in Newport News, Virginia. There's where I would say I was a lost girl. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I did. I just knew in my mind I had it all figured out. I went through some things. And some of those things now, as I look back and as an adult, people look at it and say, oh, my gosh, you went through some traumatic stuff. And in my mind, it was just an average day of life. I hit puberty early. God, my body was shaped like a Coca-Cola bottle. Hips out there, rounded breasts, full-figured all the way around. Just eye-catching from head to toe. Now, don't get me wrong. Because I was a lost child, there was many days where I walked out the house and I looked like who shot Joe and who did it, right? And there was no way I thought anybody would be attracted to me. But guess what? Naive me didn't know no better. All these men in the street saw was that Coca-Cola-shaped body. So needless to say, a lost girl in a cruel world what happened? I fell for the attention. All I wanted to do was feel love. Feel that void that I had because daddy wasn't there. Feel that void because the man inside the home that lived with me, he didn't truly love us as children. We was just pawn pieces to his game. So needless to say, here I go, venturing in this cruel world as a lost girl. And I thought I had it all figured out. I was going to school every day. I had what I thought was friends. I lived my regular life. And I started having sex. And when I started having sex, I thought I knew what I was doing. Unprotected, running wild. And guess what? That sex game became my new drug in this lost, cruel world. And so, anytime I was dealt with anything that was stressed, that triggered me, all I wanted to do was have sex. So I rushed to the first thing that gave me attention. And I did it over and over and over again till finally he got me. And I remember the day like it was nothing. He said, oops. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm pregnant. And he said, no, no, you good. Month went by, and y'all know how the story go. No period, taking a test, taking a test, pregnant. This one, my first time being pregnant even. The first time, my mom was brokenhearted. She was convinced. She said, this is not how you want to live your life. And there wasn't many options. Even though she told me what I should do, 
the option was abortion. So I had an abortion. So here I am now, pregnant, scared to tell my mom, scared to have an abortion because I already had once one before. And the one person I did confide in, she told me, she said, you keep having these abortions. When you're ready to have children, your body will be unforgiving. So what did I do? I keep the child until it was too late to have an abortion. And finally, my mom found out because I dropped the ultrasound pictures in the yard. And they did everything possible to give me abortion, even willing to take me to New York to have an abortion clinic that did it. Abortions as far as I was long. And I was about 24 weeks at that point. And so it was a huge learning curve. My family gave me a baby shower. Mom wasn't there. I went into labor. Mom wasn't there. Um, But I'm always grateful for the ones who stood by my side in the beginning. And through those hard times, because once again, here I am having a child, a lost girl in a cruel world. And so this child was born to this lost girl in this cruel world. And I looked at her and there was no emotion. I didn't know what to do. I was confused. But I went home with this baby girl. And I told her father, I said, she's here. He didn't come to the hospital. He never came to see her until finally I went to him. And that's when I realized it was just me and her. I'm so grateful for the village that surrounded us, that helped me as I figured my way out. I was on my way out of high school, starting college. I'm thankful for the resources that came through and helped me get through my first year of college. It was a struggle, because what, guess what? That lost girl in this cruel world that's now a single parent was still a lost girl. And I was still addicted to that drug, sex. So here I am running, running, running. And I'm this time I'm a little smarter though. I brought condoms, I'm on birth control. And y'all would never believe what happened. One day my stepdad drove my car, he found condoms in the car, and he threw them away out of anger. Now, does that sound smart to y'all? But did my mom defend me? At least not in front of me, she didn't. Cause she sure enough didn't replace the condom. They were mad I was still having sex. So here I am, this lost girl in this crew world. I didn't rebuy the condoms. I just kept having sex without condoms. Needless to say, I never got pregnant again. But I met a man. I met the man who took my virginity. We crossed paths again. Here we are now. I'm a single parent. He asked me about my daughter. And at first I wanted to deny her. Because who, who am I? Just a lost girl in the cruel world. And he said, you don't have to deny I know. Tell the truth. And I told him who she was, how old she was. And he said, don't worry. I'm going to be her daddy. Man, that was music to my ears, right? Moved into my first apartment. He came and moved in with me. <laughs> Only thing I had in that apartment was a mattress on the floor and our clothes inside of a crate. More like a plastic bin. No dishes, no food, nothing. 
And so I have to say much love to my homegirl who came through and brought me dishes and food filled my fridge because in Virginia, if you worked any type of job and I was going to school, you did not qualify for emergency food stamps. So I lived that world. I did it over and over again. And I was still a lost girl in this cruel world. I lived with a man who loved my daughter ceaselessly. But somehow, our love wasn't ceaseless. There was lies, there was cheating, there was fights, there was arguments. And I did it all day, every day. I lived in a lie. I lived in a cruel world. I was still lost. I made up truths in my mind to say that what I was going through was okay because my daughter needed to have a mother and father home. Until finally one day I said, I'm tired of going into social services. I'm tired of getting this check every month. I'm tired of living like this. My house had been broken into. My previous ex-husband had slept with a woman in the neighborhood. We were both cheating on each other. It was just a mess. But guess what? I went and joined the military. And you would think with a new chapter like that, it would be starting new. But I took my husband with me. And a lost girl in a cruel world. Isolated, I would write him letters. He would write me letters. And I would say, oh, baby, I appreciate how much you taking care of my daughter and doing all this. She's ours. We are a team. We are a kingdom. We building a dynasty. And he'd be like, love, I can't work. I can't do this and take care of us. So I would say, that's okay. Stay home. I'll take care of home. And he was okay with that, y'all. Oh, my goodness. And in my mind, I thought that was okay, too. So I agreed to it until I came home. And I was surrounded by men who believed in a man that don't work, don't eat. And I'm telling you, it changed my mind as I worked more and more in the military. As I came around more people, I was surrounded by men that was taking care of their families. I was surrounded by men who wanted more than just to smoke a blunt and drink a bottle of beer every day. I was surrounded by men that had goals. I said, oh, that's not what I want. But this lost girl in this cruel world didn't have it figured out. Because instead of me just saying, I don't want this no more, I did what he did to me. I cheated. And I kept going. I kept going. Because almost to a certain extent, I felt like it was payback. But that payback, that void never feels by cheating with somebody else. You just keep doing it. Until it gets to the point where you've messed up. Now you done met somebody who emotions attach. So here I am. A sing- I'm not single yet, but a married woman with a child and somebody on the side. And in the end, all that evolved into was a drama filled with mess and more mess. Gunshots, lives at stake homelessness, almost lost my job. And in the military, when you have problems like that, everybody knows your business. My ex-husband put his hands on me. So as I think about it now, 
And I look at it and I say, girl, you've been through some shit. You was lost. You was confused. But now, I'm unapologetically me. A single mother out here doing her thing. No matter what people say, no matter what people's opinions are or what they think I should be doing, I'm doing it. So I say to every single mother that might listen to this podcast, fuck their standards. Live unapologetically. Live by your own destiny. Define your own destiny. You are your light. Guide your path. Find your own North Star and follow it. Every bridge behind you that's broken, take a light and light that bitch on fire and move on. This is love and thank you for listening to Unapologetically Me, single mother version.